in the world of freedom. Mr. Gorbachev, open this gate. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Ich bin ein Berliner. This is Radio Goethe Magazine with Arndt Peltner. News and information from the heart of Europe. Hello and welcome to Radio Goethe Magazine. I'm Arndt Peltner. In today's program we are focusing on the metropolitan area Nuremberg. So stay tuned. But first, the news. Radio Goethe Magazine. The news with Nina Paula. Berlin. The surveillance scandal surrounding Germany's Deutsche Bahn rail company keeps on growing. A new report says the firm repeatedly spied on nearly all its employees over the course of eight years. The first such surveillance operation was carried out in 1998 and continued though 2006. The company investigators obtained the names, home addresses and bank account numbers of 173,000 of 220,000 Bahn employees. Deutsche Bahn has said the investigations were aimed at uncovering corruption. Germany is known for its strict data protection and personal privacy restrictions. Berlin. The German capital pays tribute to the last person shot crossing the wall. He died in February 1989 while trying to flee across the Berlin Wall. He was the last East German citizen to fall victim to the state's policy of shooting SKPs in the divided city. His mother lit a candle to her dead son at a service marking the 20th anniversary of her son's death in a Berlin chapel on the site of the former Berlin Wall death strip. The last East German victim was just 20 years old when he died. Berlin. Indian authorities have taken umbrage at the film Kashmir Journey to Freedom. They are refusing to allow its American-Israeli director Udi Aloni to return to India, the director said. Aloni said he had gone to Kashmir without really knowing what he was going to see and that this film was less a documentary, more an action movie of a different sort. Kashmir has become a land of terror and despair, its people suffering under the strain of constant violence and human rights violations, a press release about the film said. Aloni tells how a new generation of young Muslim Kashmiris, after years of armed resistance, decide to lay down their arms and start a non-violent resistance movement. Nuremberg. As Barbie turns 50 this year, toymaker Mattel also found the time to honor German Chancellor Angela Merkel by turning her into a Barbie doll. The problem is that some people might have trouble recognizing her. The Merkel's Barbie's hair color and cutter spot on, the standard flat Barbie smile, which one might think fits the politician stereotype, helps hardly at all. Indeed, the Merkel Barbie has curves more likely to be seen in Heidi Klum's show Germany's Next Top Model than on the floor of the Bundestag. Cologne. If one is bored of sending flowers and chocolates on Valentine's Day, he can say it now with a padlock. Love locks may have gotten their start in Italy, now they have conquered the German city of Cologne. More than 300 of them are clinging to the busy Hohenzollern bridge over the Rhine. So it doesn't have to be just red hearts and ribbons anymore. The trend is new. And if something is engraved in a padlock, it can be romantic too, because then it's a love lock. 
The Nuremberg region is one of the leading ones in Germany and Europe. It's a metropolitan area that has made the change from blue-collar jobs to a highly innovative business environment in the center of Europe. The city and the region is using all means to promote this new environment because still many have the impression that Nuremberg is way behind dealing with high unemployment, infrastructural problems and a lack of innovation. Nina Paula took a closer look onto Nuremberg and what she found was a business-oriented city. Mayor Ulrich Marley agrees. Es gibt keinen Standort in Deutschland, der besser in Europa eingebunden ist als Nürnberg über Wasser, über Luft, über Straße und Schiene. There's no place in Germany better connected to all parts of Europe than Nürnberg, by sea and by air, by road and by railway. And even those infrastructure advantages are a work in process. With the expansion of the Nürnberg Fair, the expansion of the airport and the expansion of the universities and the extra facilities for research. So innovation plays a big role in Nürnberg. We followed the modern appropriation of economic policy for more than a decade. Today it's called cluster policy. We looked at our focus and asked where is our gross national product made and where is research done. Then we identified our emphasis in the region, technologies of information and communication, new materials, medical engineering, logistics, to all that we added our own. And there was basically a model for the Bavarian cluster policy, which has existed for two years. And our third base is the personal contact, which one should never neglect. Urban policy and dialogue. My credo is, even in the case of the companies, close contact to the institutions of the companies, like the Chamber of Commerce and the Chamber of Trade and of course to the companies itself. Roland Fleck is on tour all the time as the supervisor of economy. And myself, I think I have around 30 to 40 visits to companies a year and I always try to know where the shoe pinches. Sometimes there are only small problems, sometimes they are bigger. In addition to that is advertising. No region can assert oneself on the market without it and that's why Nuremberg touts for itself. Advantages for the city is the so-called metropolitan region Nuremberg that has been founded four years ago. It extends up to Würzburg and Hof. The essence is the axis of Nuremberg, Fürth and Erlangen. From this region comes Gabi Waldhauf. She's the head of the department Economy at the Nuremberger Zeitung, one of the main newspapers in Nuremberg. She covered the founding of the coming together when Nuremberg got the title Metropolitan Region. Metropolitan Region is a title which is assigned Europe-wide. A region has to fulfill special requirements to get that title. For example, the infrastructure. Nuremberg has a big airport, little in comparison to Frankfurt, but we've got an airport. Nuremberg is a railway junction, has a direct connection to Eastern Europe. It has a harbor with a lot of transshipment. Here are some freeways which cross here. So the structure of traffic is very important. Then the different companies we have here. They all concentrate on different focuses in the domains energy, technologies, engineering and service. Some ask what's the title for, some think it's a title with no means. But when I look on the European map, especially from a North American background, these are the points who are marked red for a potential investor. So he will have a closer look at that region. He will not go there because of the title, but he will notice it. These are the advantages of the title. Er wird nicht deswegen in die Region gehen, aber er wird sie erstmal wahrnehmen.
Und das ist der, das Vorteil, der Vorteil dieses Titels. A title to strongly advertise, thinks the mayor of Nürnberg, Ulrich Mali. Die Metropolregion ist ja ein Teil äh, dieser Maßnahmen, erstens was Werbung anbelangt. Wir The metropolitan region is part of our presentation. We are doing that on a metropolitan level, even because of networking. Ultimately, the metropolitan region is a network of politics, business, science and associations. And that is the classical attempt. That is necessary to build up a region and to gather behind one call. So Nürnberg has a reason to be self-confident next to other main European regions. The city that is first known for its traditional Christmas market, the spice cookies, Lebkuchen and the little bratwurst has a lot more to offer. Gabi Waldhauf knows that. Of course, the metropolitan region has played a part in contributing to the fact that the focus from outside became bigger. Nuremberg today plays in the league with the big ones like Hamburg, the Ruhr area, Rome and London, the cities that have this title too. Of course, such a title has to be filled up with life, but I think that succeeds from the wide structure in the region. If Markus Lötsch, head of the Chamber of Commerce in Nuremberg, looks back on the past 10 years, he notices a lot of changes for the city, positive changes. Nuremberg passed through structural changes even in the economy. It has grown a lot, especially concerning employment in the range of service. The important thing is that jobs in the production field were kept. The increase came in the service. Increase was very important. Over the last 10 years, World-renowned companies and manufacturers in Nuremberg, like AEG, had to shut down. Nevertheless, the job situation evolved somewhere else. I think Nuremberg has managed the change in structure. Nuremberg is the region with the most launching of high-tech companies in Germany, and that is an evidence how dynamic this region is. If you just look at the IHK Nuremberg, the chamber, in the year 2000 we had 80,000 members. Today we have 120,000 members. That is an increase coming from the region. That is a very positive fact that radiates and attracts other companies into this region. Bernd Diederichs, head of the booming Nuremberg Fair, has the same view on the situation. In the last years, he also observed the positive change of the business location Nuremberg. For him, it was clearly visible that the activity of economy in Nuremberg have grown. We were very delighted because this development reverberates on us, not that much with an economic effect, because our clients who are very much specialized on individual topics do not all come from the metropolitan region. But all that is a positive background, as a region that radiates optimism, and this is very important for us as a trade fair. The Nürnberg Trade Fair started out relatively late. It was at the beginning of the 70s and it was more some kind of follow-up to the Toy Fair, which exists since the 40s on a relatively provisional level. A fixed place was demanded for the Toy Fair and in the 70s it all started here. Soon after, further trade fairs were founded for a regular stay in Nuremberg. But in the end, a fairground that is used only once a year is not profitable.
In the beginning, it was very hard to bring further trade fairs to Nuremberg. Most of them were established at the traditional sites like Cologne, Düsseldorf, Frankfurt and Munich, says Bernd Adiderichs. Nuremberg hatte damals keine andere Wahl, als sich in noch stärker spezialisierte Themen hineinzubegeben. At that time, Nuremberg had no other choice than to deal with much more specialized issues. At the beginning, they have been very small, of course, and they weren't that much international. Fortunately, we managed it to get all that specialized fair trades bigger and bigger and more international. And that made these trade fairs unique, and so we became very attractive on an international level. That's the reason why the number of international exhibitors and visitors is considerably above the German average. And that is something that is useful for the site Nuremberg. A lot of business guests from abroad and other regions who stay overnight in Nuremberg return gladly to use the infrastructure. Gabi Waldhoff herself is from the region Nuremberg. Since 1980, she's working as an editor for the newspaper. In the past 25 years, she watched the economical growth of Nuremberg. Als ich begann, war Nuremberg oder die Region Nuremberg, so sollten wir vielleicht immer reden, sehr stark geprägt von der Metall- und Elektroindustrie. When I started, the region Nuremberg was characterized by metal and electronic industry. At that time, the recession of this industry in Germany began. More and more industrial jobs disappeared in the last 25 years, and even big names have vanished. Grundig, a worldwide famous brand with more than 30,000 employees in the boom years. Today, only the name exists. The production isn't here in Nuremberg anymore. There has been Triumph Adler. Typewrites with the beautiful name Gabriele have been manufactured here and marketed. This company has disappeared after many failed sales campaigns. This is even valid for the mid-sized companies. Here we had a very strong structure of the so-called Mittelstand. In the last 15 years a lot of that has been displaced. And after the turnaround in 1990, some of the companies migrated to the east with them, the production. A big name that made headlines too is IEG. It was a very hard and long industrial struggle. There are still products with the name IEG, but they aren't manufactured in Nuremberg anymore. Despite the high rate of unemployment, Nuremberg managed to build up a very successful and flourishing service sector. One example is the DATEV, a service provider for tax consultants. Nearly every tax consultant is a member of DATEV, who has a huge data center here. This company has some sites in Nuremberg and has always built up the number of staff. At the moment, it counts nearly 5,000 employees. A service provider is even the Nuremberger Versicherung, the Nuremberg Assurance, which is very dominant in the view of the city with this business tower. This tower overtops the city and gives a slight touch of a cosmopolitan city, as a complete opposite to the old castle. We have big names like the GFK, one of the big market researchers who know everything about the consumer, what we buy if we want to buy something, etc. The backbone of the metropolitan region Nuremberg is the so-called Mittelstand, the mid-sized companies. For example, machine constructors, automotive suppliers, high-tech companies and especially software developers have surfaced more and more in the last years. This industry is very much orientated in selling goods abroad. 50% of all sales of mid-Franconian companies are generated by export.
That means every second euro comes from the outside with securing lots of jobs. In comparison to other big German cities, this is a high quota. For the head of the Chamber of Commerce, Markus Lötsch, Nuremberg is sort of a hidden champion. The region zeichnet sich durch Dynamik aus, zeichnet sich als Metropolregion Nuremberg. The region has the distinction of being very dynamic. As metropolitan region, it stretches far beyond mit Franconia and the different players. The companies, the universities, the administration and the municipalities are very good networked. The metropolitan region Nuremberg, with 3.5 million inhabitants, has a gross domestic product in the size of the Czech Republic or Singapore. And another number, the three federal states of southern Germany, Bavaria, Hesse and Baden-Württemberg together make a gross domestic product that is bigger than that of Russia. And within this three-state grouping, Bavaria is a very important player and the north of Bavaria plays a main role. It seems that Nuremberg has managed its own change quite well. The mayor of Nuremberg, Dr. Ulrich Mali, even says that Nuremberg today is economically more diverse than before. We have first a better mix between classical production, which is still successful. We have a better mixture of traditional production that exists on a successful way at this site and the modern service providers and we have a better blend of big and mid-sized companies. This is much more sustainable than it was before. A view on the commercial tax statistics proves that. It's not a handful of companies anymore that pay the top commercial taxes. There are a lot of companies from the Mittelstand to the mid-sized level. Most of them you don't find on the first page of the business section in the newspapers. Because we depend less on the big companies than we were, we are more solid in the economic crisis. Of course, the credit dilemma strikes us and even the slimmer export numbers and the domestic demand, but I think that we can absorb that much better than in the middle of the 90s, because we are much stronger now. We have evolved onto a good leading place in Germany and are less affected than some others. Wie gesagt, auf einen guten Vater den Platz in Deutschland hin entwickelt hatten und äh, damit auch weniger vielleicht äh, anfällig sind als manche andere. The Nürnberg Fairtrade is not that much hit by the financial crisis as one might think. After all, Bernd Adiderichs is planning investments of 125 million dollars until 2020, and with all that, a growth of around 900 percent. Wir haben in den letzten Jahren, wenn ich das in Erinnerung rufen darf, 400 bis 600 Millionen Euro in das Messegelände investiert. In the past years, we've invested between 400 and 600 million euros in the Nuremberg Fairground. This was well-invested money because it was the premise for the enormous growth of the last years. Our volume of sales has increased fourfold. In the future, the Nuremberg Fair has to do two things. It has to support the site Nuremberg in an ongoing way, and for that it has to invest in Nuremberg. I think it is quite necessary to do all that investments. If we don't do it, we will fall behind other trade sites. In the internationalization, I see a further possibility to increase our sales. Not a short notice, but in the medium term. And so we can provide further investments abroad and at the site here. So it seems that optimism is the basis for investments. Therefore, Markus Lötsch of the Chamber of Commerce deals quite relaxed with the daily 
Horror News when opening his business pages. There's the financial crisis and there's the so-called real economy. And we see that the financial crisis leaves its mark on the real economy. And this won't pass Nuremberg and Mid-Franconia without a trace. But for me the existing question is, what comes after the crisis? How are we constructed to go through this crisis and to grow again after it? And here I think Nuremberg, the metropolitan region, is quite well constructed with its coining sectors and its responsibility, because we cover future sectors like mobility, medicine, techniques and logistics. The theme automation and machine construction, all these are issues which will grow in the future, which will have their markets in Germany, in Europe and in the whole world. So I think we will manage the crisis with some visible scratches, but we will get through it and then see again growth. Principally, I'm an optimistic person, I think positive. So for a depression, there's no reason. And the individual companies will have problems or have them already is out of the question. But all in all, there's no reason for a depression. Perhaps the optimism in Nuremberg comes from the fact that the city survived the disappearance of the main brands like IG or Triumph in a good way. Well, meanwhile we have absorbed it. Of course, it's always a heavy economic setback. In the case of AEG, the 1700 lost jobs didn't throw the entire Nuremberg labor market with 350,000 jobs out of balance. But the fact that AEG and with it Nuremberg was on the front pages of the newspapers for months and the main TV news has damaged the image of Nuremberg. Everybody then thought, here in Nuremberg are still 500,000 blue-collar workers. So all prejudice about Nuremberg came up again. And that damages more. It damages more on the psychological level when a big name that is known worldwide disappears than it damages on the real level on the labor market. All in case of the REG. Grundig was much more severe. As a business editor, Gabi Waldhauf is confronted on a daily basis with all the actual news about the economic crisis. Nuremberg is not in a better position than others, especially as an export-focused region, the big issues are felt right here. You can already see it at the companies, the machine constructors backpedal a bit, in other sections they don't build up stuff anymore, even if there haven't already been big plans of downsizing. Our advantage is that we are not a vast place for banks. No bank has its place of residence in Nuremberg. From this point of view, the crisis hasn't reached us that much like Frankfurt and Munich, where the federal state banks are. But basically, I think just an export-orientated region will feel the crisis in the next one, two years. The business will go downhill. At the moment, still, Nuremberg seems to be doing okay. No one seems to be scared too much in the face of the crisis. And having a look at the latest indexes concerning the buying power of the Germans, it has risen against negative forecasts. Going forward is the slogan. And Mayor Mali is convinced of the strength and the power of the metropolitan region. You have to look at the indicators. Our gross domestic product is in the midfield. Of course, there are regions who produce more, like Munich region, the Frankfurt and Stuttgart region and the Rhein-Ruhr metropolitan area. If you look at the patent applications, which is a bit an indicator for innovation, we are third place. If you look at the employment rate, we are also third place. And 
many haven't realized that yet. Large parts of Germany have much higher rates of unemployment than we have. All that means that there are a lot of indicators. The concentration of engineers, for example, is very high. Here we are, not in the midfield, but at the front. Gabi Waldhauf adds to that positive list. Sicher sieht sich Nürnberg in der in der Klaviatur der Großen immer nicht auf erster Stelle, aber sie es gibt also so ein. Of course, Nürnberg has never been in the pole position, but there are different rankings, and there are some where Nürnberg is on the fourth position. Concerning the high-tech branch of the European regions and centers, and Nürnberg belongs to the 20 biggest regions in Europe. That surely is a point. Not always in the pole position, small but mighty, and there are even the so called smooth factors. First of all, many will think of Bratwurst, Lebkuchen and Christkindles market. Of course, this is a factor which makes Nürnberg very interesting for investors and employees. And there are a lot of efforts to spread the words. Because it's a typical Franconian attribute to be very reluctant and humble. Like I did it too. The Nürnbergers always started with a negative. But meanwhile, they have learned to emphasize their power. I think this is important and with this you get through such an economic crisis. Even it won't be easy for the companies. Und mittlerweile haben sie aber gelernt, ihre Stärken herauszustellen. Und ich denke, das ist wichtig. Und mit sowas kommt man auch durch eine Wirtschaftskrise, auch wenn es sicher nicht einfach sein wird für die Unternehmen. Ja, man muss immer aufpassen. Wir, wir alle wissen nicht, keiner weiß, wie die Krise jetzt wirken wird. You have always to pay attention. Nobody knows what kind of effects the crisis will have. All data seems like we are more resistant against crisis than previously and that we have the branches that will be successful in the future here in Nuremberg. There is no reason to lean back. It is an invitation to stay on the economic path we chose with all the powers we got. You can find Nuremberg online at nuremberg.de. Our free podcast is available on iTunes and on RadioGoethe.org. That was today's Radio Goethe magazine. Thanks for listening. I'm Arndt Plattner.